What up, everyone? This is your host, Lindsay Hepner, and you are back on the Revamped Podcast, sponsored by Bulletproof Coffee, code VAMPED15 for 15% off. Today, we have in the studio Lauren Alexander from LNA Clothing, and we discuss the consumer buying process. And everyone's probably listening in and going, why do we need to hear about that? But you know why you need to hear about that? Because you are a consumer. And this year, it's your time to shine more than ever. We are talking to Lauren about how you guys have the bigger voice than we do. And it is super important to build that community and to really listen in on what you guys need during this time. So let's get into the episode. The Revamped Podcast, hosted by Lindsay Hepner. Rebuilding the Digital Entrepreneur. Guys, I'm so excited to have on the show today Lauren Alexander, the CEO, founder of LNA Clothing. Say hi, Lauren. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so I am actually the co founder. Oh, there's two of us. And okay, well, your sister, right? No, yeah. I do have a twin sister, and okay. she is Ashley. So the A, yeah, but the real A is named April. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is new information for me. <laughs> I'm I'm learning a lot from Lauren at like literally in the last five minutes. Lightning speed here. <laughs> yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about your company? Um, kind of the elevator pitch. Yeah. So my name is Lauren Alexander. I am the creative director, co-founder. I call myself an intern assistant. Oh, yeah. True <laughs> <We> entrepreneur. <laughs> do it all. Um, we started LNA 15 years ago with the idea to create the perfect T-shirt. And we've since gone on to expand to a full lifestyle brand that offers everything from swimwear to dresses to bike shorts to tank tops to lounge, active, you name it. Wow. Yeah, we've kind of... We've pivoted a lot. We've added a lot of categories. You know, we're now doing faux leather and outerwear. So we're always kind of evolving and changing with the landscape of retail. And it's been quite a wild ride. Amazing. <laughs> and what got you into, you know, wanting to develop this brand? When I was 20, I'm 37 now. So a while ago, <laughs> I moved to L.A. because I wanted to start a dress line. And uh, I didn't go to school for this. I had no experience. I had no idea what I was doing. But I started hand sewing dresses and selling them around Los Angeles, which is how I met my business partner, April. She came to my apartment to buy some dresses that she had seen some celebrities wearing. And it sounds so crazy, but two weeks later, we started LNA. Oh, wow. We were both wearing Hanes men's t-shirts. And so we just had lunch and had this idea to recreate this idea of a vintage men's tea for women. Wow. And wow. at that time, it was, you know, American Apparel Days. Mm -hmm. We all remember that. Yes. The super deep Vs. Trade shows. <laughs> yes. yes. That's the only brand. Yeah. Everyone was using them for yeah. everything. Yeah. So that's around the time when we started. And, you know, we were two girls with no experience. Like I said, didn't know what we were doing. And we were quickly catapulted into a company that was growing very quickly and we didn't really know what to do with it. <laughs> well, I mean, you did something right. And I think that's 
I think that's a lot of entrepreneurs is you see like a, 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 a dent in the market space that you yeah. want to fill and you just go after it. You don't even know what's going on. You just know in your heart that you want to achieve something. Yeah. Creatively. You're running on a lot of adrenaline. It's all trial and error. You're trying to figure it out. You're operating on instinct, mm-hmm. which does leave a lot of room for error. But also I always say we were so young and I was really naive, but when you're naive, you don't have anything to lose. Yeah. You know, I always say the stakes now are so high and I'm a lot more cautious in my decision making process. But then you have no concept of failure. Mm -hmm. You don't even know what that means. So you just go. Yeah. And you figure it out and you find ways to to get it together and make it happen. And then at some point you have to run it like a real business. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're you're like, okay, now I have accounting. Now I have this. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like first a passion project and then it turns into a full blown. A real business. Oh, I got to get my shit together. Yeah. There's a lot on the line now. Yeah. Even more so now. I mean, now that we're all like having to be forced onto the digital marketing space, you know, from day one, I'm sure that, you know, you as a consumer, you as a customer, you have to kind of translate that through your clothes and, and identify who the person you are selling to. Yes. <laughs> and and make sure that they're happy because I know the ROI, I mean, not the ROI, but the the actually returns on clothing is the highest out of everything because it has to actually make you feel good. You have to, you have to fit well in it. Um, it's not like you can just do this kind of product and (laughs) you know, the return rate is way lower. So I think, you know, clothing, you know, what we do, you know, we started with just creating basics and we call them wardrobe builders, your essentials. Like what are your go-to pieces? And I try to do them, in an interesting forward way while mastering fit and quality and fabric Mm -hmm. and integrating all these elements to create something that you do feel good in because as women emotional, I mean, dressing is very emotional. Yeah. It's utility based, but it's also emotional and it can change your mood. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, I recognize that. So the challenge is always what needs am I filling for Mm -hmm. these women? What do they need from me and LNA and how do I make them feel good? But then how much does it cost? Yeah. Do they want to pay this? Yeah. You know, where is it being made? How fast can we get this made? Is the fabric available? So there are so many factors that go into creating just one garment. Thanks, guys, for listening to the episode. But now let's thank our sponsors, Bulletproof. And if you guys have not tried Bulletproof yet, it is the best. I go for the MCT oil and the coffee every morning to stimulate my brain to have less cravings for foods that I don't need in my diet. And we are now giving away code VAMPED15 for 15% off all through 2021. So head over to Bulletproof.com, get your coffee, get your mind right, get your energy right, and now back to the episode. Because of what's happening right now, what is the the pivot that you had to make between the consumer buying process? Because now, you know, obviously, um, you know, uh, international, you know, products bring, become coming over. It's taking longer, especially for production. And then also, too, you know, people... 
you know, are losing their jobs, are, you know, having a sense of like having to understand like, okay, is this money going towards something important or, you know, is it a need or a want? And then also too, like your, your pricing that you were saying, like, is that going down for you? Are you trying to like kind of put your worth at a little bit lower value so you can help others in the sense of what's going on right now, like the environment that's happening? Yeah, well, first we're lucky because we produce everything in Los Angeles. Perfect, yeah. So we have the ability to act really quickly Mm -hmm. and our production timelines are nowhere near producing overseas. Yeah. Which we've been really lucky. Um, When the landscape really started to change in March, we had to really pivot with our brand and figure out what clothes do people really want from us now with mm-hmm. everything changing? If people are staying at home more, if people don't have the jobs they used to have, what are they wearing and how much are they going to spend? We're lucky because our price point falls in a category that doesn't seem excessive. It's not luxury. Mm-hmm. We're pretty attainable. But for me as a designer, the challenge was, A, trying to predict the future. How long is how long is it going to be like this? How long do people want to stay at home and feel cozy. Yeah. But also I want to create aspirational clothing and I'm trying to make people feel good. So what is the balance of creating clothes that people can wear at home and then wear out? So I always call them transitional basics. So people can see a lot of value in what they're purchasing from us because I'm giving you an opportunity to wear it in a million different ways. I, I love that. And, and, you know, I have some of your pieces and I love that I can put it on with something like that I want to go out in, or I can just be at home and like be with a pair of sweats. I and have the tank yeah. I actually really love that like all your pieces they're super comfortable and they really make me feel you know uh, like you know a girl boss but also to like a boyish boyish yeah. girl I love that I always say like these clothes right something as simple as a t-shirt mm-hmm. or a bodysuit it, it's going to transform who whoever puts it on it's going to look like them and yeah I give people the opportunity to wear it their way yeah and nothing I make is fussy because there's nothing worse than like fussy clothing right totally. you just want to throw it on it should be easy you're out the door yep. you're hanging out and you feel good and that's always a challenge because sometimes I have an idea for something a style and I'm really trying to make it happen but at the end of the day we sit around and go like well is it fussy where yeah. is she wearing this and that's the you know any designer can relate when you have like a passion idea totally and you're really trying to make it happen and then at the end of the day it doesn't make sense yeah yeah it's just like okay that was my side project so you know I I noticed that you are on other websites Mm -hmm. and you are cross-promoting collaborating with other vendors how is how does that uh speak volumes to the consumer that you are you know I'm sure you have your own community that goes straight to your website and knows like that's your girl yeah But when it comes to like partnering with like, let's say a Revolve or something, like you're going after a different girl and you're going after a different consumer. So how do you, how do you pivot that during this time? Like, you know, doing those kind of, you know, different customers. It's an interesting balance because we'll backtrack for a second. When we started LNA in 2006, direct to consumer didn't really exist Mm -hmm. unless you were like a Ralph Lauren or a massive brand. People, you were wholesale brands when you started. You wanted to be in Barney's and Saks and Nordstrom's and sell to Shopop and Revolve Mm -hmm. and these amazing accounts. So when we launched, we went wholesale. Yeah. Instagram didn't even exist. Yeah. People didn't go on Facebook to look at clothing ads. So it was a different landscape. And 
it's been challenging to retrain our customer to come shop from us because mm-hmm. they're used to going somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yep. At the same time, we have a sense of loyalty mm-hmm. to these wholesalers and these stores that were a huge part of LNA's success because yeah. they got behind our brand and really promoted it. So now it's a delicate dance because we have seen massive increase in direct to consumer over the past year. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And it's so amazing and fulfilling. And to be able to connect with our customers directly is highly important to yeah. us and to myself. But I also am very mindful to still support, you know, like my Revolve Girl and they really understand the brand. So it's like I, I call it a dance, yeah. right? Like yeah. grow a direct to consumer and still grow our wholesale so they can work synergistically together. But it is a different experience when I'm on Instagram talking to our followers and they're, there's my phone. They're, <laughs> they're asking me questions and they're giving me feedback and I can ask them, like, what do you guys want? Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I, I think now more than ever, you need to um, talk to your audience, uh, regardless of your if you're an influencer or a brand. Yeah. I mean, they're speaking. They want to hear from you. You want to hear from them. I mean, curating your product around them is building your community more. And that's yeah. when they talk about it. And I want to actually ask you, what you know what platforms are you using in the digital space the most like is it instagram is it um tiktok to like really develop right. the brand because what i'm noticing and even too with my own personal brand is each um space wants something different from you like you're not going to project the same thing on facebook as you would as linkedin or right. as instagram so how are you developing key ways to market lna on all those platforms and which one do you focus on the most? I personally focus on our Instagram and this is going to blow your mind. I didn't run the LNA Instagram until this year. Or, well, actually March of 2020. Wow. Can I hire her too? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it as an opportunity. Okay. Like now I'm going to take this over and now I need to connect. Mm-hmm. Like I need to get on there every day. I need yeah. to talk to our followers, ask them what they want. Cause I want them to feel like they have a hand. And you have the better answer to be <laughs> honest, you know, because that's who they want to connect with. Yeah. The story that actually produced this. And it's, it, you know, it is re- a really special connection that I didn't even really know existed because mm-hmm. I've always been so behind the scenes. You know, I have my personal Instagram, which is curated to kind of me as a designer artist, but it's very different from me on LNA mm-hmm. connecting to my people, mm-hmm. you know, asking them what they want. So it's been really interesting and it grew really fast. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how you, you put that human element in it and it it's changed like drastic. snap of a finger. Yeah, it's drastic. So that's really where I tend to focus mm-hmm. now is build our Instagram community. Yeah. Like build it strong, connect, talk, discuss. What do you like? What don't you like? Yeah. And now that, you know, they want to get personal. I mean, I get questions like, what do you eat for breakfast? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's the number one. I think that's the number one on YouTube right now is what do you eat for breakfast, which is so crazy. Wait, so I I would love to know what for anyone that's listening right now, what is the best advice you have for what's going on right now? If, If they're a brand or they do clothing, what was the best thing that switched for you during this time that made the most sense? For me... It was, first and foremost, listening to our consumers, Mm -hmm. opening that line, 
So they felt comfortable to come to me and I could like, what do you guys want? I know what I want. I know what my friends want. But as a brand, I need to think bigger, yeah. right? And it's yeah. not just about me and my needs. It's mm-hmm. about everyone's needs that yeah. buy LNA. So I would say is to figure out what your brand messaging is. Like, what do you stand for design-wise? Like, you know, I'd, I had to rethink about like, okay, what is LNA? What do we do? Yeah. What are we best at? What are we missing? And really do that and build my communication with our followers and make it more collaborative, Amazing. Amazing. Well, I mean, you guys heard it here first. (laughs) Lauren, such valuable information for anyone who's starting a brand. And I love, I want to like step back to the beginning of like, you didn't know where you were heading and like you just did it. And I think that's super important to know that if you just start like just start. I always say just start, just start, whatever that means, (laughs) like going and knocking on a door, saying Mm -hmm. hi to someone or designing something or whatever, like for yourself, just start like there is no specifics on how to grow your business you just have to like actually do it you just do it um we have a lightning round for you we always do this with all our guests at the end uh i'm ready okay (laughs) (laughs) do you play any instruments no okay if not would you what would you want to play the guitar the guitar okay. yeah you seem like like rock and like yeah. yeah cool girl um what's your favorite clothing designer or your muse um oh god i love jacquemus oh i don't know who that is french designer oh well you have to show I me mean, after the show ethereal magical clothing wow yeah okay cool i mean i'm sure some people <laughs> that are listening probably know who's that who that is i don't know who that is um what's one piece of advice do you wish to give your younger self oh god um stop doubting yourself oh yeah and i think there's a lot in the yeah. universe of people that are on Instagram and digital yeah. marketing, they, they keep doubting themselves yeah. that they're not going to be good enough for yeah. the, the world to Quiet see Quiet that stuff. noise. You got this. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your favorite ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Ooh. I'm a pistachio girl. Mint chocolate so weird, chip but... through and through. It's never changed. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I Thank think you for having me. They There was so much good takeaways for this, and I learned a lot from you, so... Thank you for coming on. So much fun. Thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys for checking out another amazing episode. We are so excited to see you guys on audio and video. So please check us out on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you get your podcasting services. And then also we are on YouTube. So please like, comment, subscribe, do what you can to give us a five-star review. And we'll see you next time. We'll